Welcome to Astro Mama, a podcast about deepening connection through the practice of astrology. If you've ever felt lost, wondering what your purpose is in this lifetime, if you are wanting to deepen intimacy in your most cherished relationships, if you are struggling to know the hearts of your children, well, friend, there are insights here. I'm grateful for the space to share them, and I'm so glad you've joined me. Let's begin. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Astro Mama podcast. I'm so excited for you to join me. My name is Kate. I'm a mother, a doula, and an intuitive astrologer, and I'm the host of this show. In today's episode, we are going to be talking to another beautiful, powerful mom. Today's episode is with Erica. She's a mom to a three and a half year old daughter. She's a Gemini, and she is also the founder of Collective Commons. In her words, Collective Commons was born from the belief that we are tremendously more powerful than the mere sum of our parts. By utilizing small life hacks that encourage large life wins, we can greatly positively impact our end results. She is such an interesting, loving, um, passionate person, and I'm so excited for you to hear our talk. Here's our conversation. All right. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Erica. I'm so glad that you're here on the Astro Mama podcast to share your experiences today. Thank you, Kate. I'm excited to be here too. Yeah. So the first thing I always like to ask, just getting kind of easing into the conversation is how are you doing today? I am doing well today. Thank you. It has been, well, obviously we're in a pandemic, so that's an interesting time. Uh, and it's been an exceptionally interesting time. Um, I'm going through some, some family things. We had, um, my father passed away a few days ago, um, who I was not close with, but still, there's, there's some things there. So it's actually put me in a lot of like parent child relationship kind of thoughts. Um, so mm-hmm. it's kind of fitting that I'm talking to you today because I've, I've been exploring a lot of themes around that a lot lately. Hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. First of all, um, no matter what those relationships are like, there's always, like you say, something, something there and hope yep. you're doing, hope you're doing okay with that. Can you, can you tell me and the, anyone listening a little bit more about yourself and what you do? Sure. So I um, have spent my entire career working with uh, startup businesses and entrepreneurs. And so last year I decided to take the jump and I was like, if I'm going to keep working this hard, I'm going to do it for myself. And mm. so last year I made the jump to kind of go out on my own, which um, was a little daunting, but it's been really, really beautiful. So, um, I really, you know, as we get into the astrology, I really live up to, I think my chart, um, as a Gemini, I like to know a little bit about everything. I like to do a little bit of everything. And so that was kind of getting challenging for me working, you know, continuing to advance my career because I just, I'm used to working in small groups where I do everything. And Mm -hmm. so, I've been uh, working for myself now. I'm a certified holistic coach, so I do coaching, and I um, I love connecting people. Connection is is what I'm all about. So that's what I'm really working on, and especially now as we kind of, you know, we've entered this new era of, you know, what's life going to look like after this pandemic. Um, 
taking all of the things that I do because I'm a natural like party planner and hostess. And so I'm, I'm learning ways to really transform that and bringing people together in groups for shared experiences and community in a virtual space. So um, yeah, that's, that's what I've been working on. And I'm also a mom to a really amazing three-year-old and um, I'm very into sustainability and just being kind to each other and the planet and animals and, and, you know, leaving this world better than it is now for my daughter. Oh, that's so, so beautiful. And yeah, it is, it is such an interesting space to be in, to be coordinating, like just really an explosion of virtual community, right? Yeah, it's, you know, it's so interesting. And I was, I'm getting ready to do like a summer solstice um, workshop and I'm working with, you know, I, I love people, but I've, I've always been a behind the scenes person. And that's kind of been a bit of a challenge for me owning my own business now is like, now I am the business. It was always like, always me pushing somebody else out there. And so, but I, I really believe that, you know, collectively we need each other, right? We're, we're humans, we're wired for connection. And so, um, and because I like a little bit of everything, because I'm always telling everybody about all these cool things that I'm learning about, I was like, what if I just ask some of the most, you know, interesting people that I know to come and, and be part of this group and we can all share together because that's, that's how we learn. So mm. I think now that we're in this pandemic time and we have to, you know, I'm still very up for socializing, but just the physical distance, it's amazing that we can find people and connect with people and that physical location is not a limit anymore, that mm -hmm. we're able to do these kinds of things from anywhere in the world. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was maybe a, just a perceived barrier before, and now it's very clear that it's it's just not a, not a barrier at all. Right, absolutely. Um, now your space that you've created, your, you know, virtual space or the, the, the space that you hold for people, it has a name, right? It is a collective commons. Collective commons. Yes. So collective, you know, meaning a group. So whether that's a group of people or it's just a group of all the feelings that make you, you, and then commons mm -hmm. being a shared space. So pre COVID I was, you know, doing team building and, you know, more, more on in-person things. And now we're, we're just shifting everything online, which was to be honest, kind of my dream anyway, because I loved traveling and I love being with my family. And so the idea that I would be able to, to work from anywhere has always been appealing to me, but I thought I had this, this limiting belief that I couldn't start there because I have such a strong local community here. Um, mm -hmm. But this, uh, this whole situation has taught me otherwise. So here mm. we are. That's, yeah, that's really neat. I think what you're doing, as you said, is so reflective of the qualities of Gemini, that sort of um, gatherer of information and people and uh, all the things like emotions and and ideas. Um, how, how strongly do you identify with your sun sign? So I have to say, I've just gotten into astrology and kind of some of these more metaphysical things, probably within about the past year, year and a half. Um, you know, the way that I was brought up, it was just kind of one of those things that, you know, no one, no one put a lot of stock into. And so I've really been diving in deep and I'm not, you know, I'm not super versed, but the things that I do know, um, my whole 
what I do know is my sun moon rising, which is mm -hmm. Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. So okay. a lot of air. And so I've been, I've been learning a lot about that and all of that. I had a natal chart reading and, um, I felt so validated really that I was like, Oh yeah, no, that's, that's how I'm supposed to be. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the Gemini thing, definitely. I know one of a uh, Gemini trait I think is to think more than I feel, mm -hmm. um, which is, is definitely something that I do. Um, you know, I'm very into communicating. I'm very, um, I was always, school was always very easy for me. Um, I, you know, I was able, I wrote all of my papers, you know, hours before they were due, but I always did really, really well in school and had honors classes. So, um, you know, like those kinds of things are easy to me. Um, I'm really adaptable. I think that's a, a Gemini thing mm -hmm. um, and incredibly curious. So mm -hmm. I, I just, I want to know everything. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting that you were able to identify the, like, I want to learn everything and I'm very much a thinking, like, you know, existing in the mind as opposed to maybe, maybe in the body or, you know, actually like feeling things out. Cause that's certainly part of it too. And that, it's interesting that you said too, that, um, after a natal chart reading, you were able to, um, it was affirming, like you were able to accept yes. you and be like, oh, it's okay that this is, and that's, that's one of the most beautiful things I find about astrology. It's, it's what brought me into it too, is that feeling of like, huh, these things that I feel like I've been fighting against are actually just part of me and I can, I can lean into them a bit and, 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 and grow. Right. And not be, you know, I think especially, you know, growing up and, and just kind of the way that our society is, I feel like people are always trying to fit into something. Um, and so, yeah, the, the whole natal chart reading for me was just so eye-opening, like, oh, well, you know, I've, I'm not supposed to do things that way. Like, I'm an Aquarius rising, so, you know, I I... I'm very much, you know, I have a very revolutionary, like humanitarian mm -hmm. spirit. Um, I'm very, uh, you know, like I power clash my clothes a lot. Like I just, mm -hmm. I've always been different. Like even in my family, um, I'm, I'm biracial. And so, but my parents, my, on either, like on either side, they have all their kids, but I'm the only one that's me. Like that whole Aquarius, mm -hmm. like the one of a kind, always kind of feeling like I didn't really fit in. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, all of, all of the things in my chart, like when I was having this reading, I was just like, oh my gosh, Jess, that's how I feel. <laughs> and then it was just one of those things where you have some like compassion for yourself. You're like, that's mm -hmm. how you feel because that's, that's how you are. That's, that's just who you are. So mm -hmm. really, I think finding some um, comfort in that was, was so nice. I'm curious, did you um, explore your chart before or after you became a mom? After. After. So that's a good segue into, you know, the question, can you talk a little bit about your motherhood journey and what that has looked like for you? Yeah. So I, I think I'd always, I'd always wanted to be a mom. I never had that urge though, where I was like, I have to be a mom. I was just one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that someday. And um, it just, I kind of kept like kicking that can down the road and my husband, uh, we've been married for 11 years now. So, you know, he, and he's a couple years older than me. He's like, 
I don't want to, you know, be an old dad. Dad, but like he was ready and yeah. so we finally I was like okay well after this big trip and thing or whatever um uh, then then I'll then we can try and so of course like immediately after that I got pregnant um and you know it's so funny like immediately upon finding out that we were pregnant like we both just knew like we're sitting there like looking at the the stick and we're like it's a girl um so it was luckily well, not luckily, but you, my daughter came into our lives, you know, exactly when she was meant to. And, mm-hmm. um, I kind of had already really found a lot of self acceptance in myself. Um, mm-hmm. like I remember like for my 30th birthday, I got an emergency root canal and, um, oh I, which was awesome. Right. And mm-hmm. then I also, I had been on this medication. I'd given myself stomach ulcers because I was just eating like and also in a previous job, I worked in a band and I lived on a bus and, um, I've worked in a lot of like professional sports and with entertainment and stuff. And so I was just, there was like, there's, you know, Jack Daniels and cigarettes and fast food. And I just wasn't living well. So, um, I was on medication for that. And the doctor was like, you're going to have to have that your whole life. And I was like, no, um, that's not going to work for me. And so right around 30, right? When all these big changes happen, um, Mm -hmm. I really started shifting my lifestyle and trying to find out like the root causes of things. And so, um, I switched to, um, a, well, a plant-based diet and then a whole vegan lifestyle after that. Mm -hmm. Um, and really kind of just was feeling like I, and I think that really kickstarted kind of my spiritual journey and me being open to some of these other modalities and things like that. So then when I got pregnant with my daughter, like it just, it, it felt just really, really natural. And, um, yeah, we, I loved being pregnant. Um, I thought it was amazing and wonderful. And I always tell my pregnant friends, like if you need someone to like, you know, give you the silver linings and everything's hearts and rainbows, you call me. And then I have another friend who she's like, if you need someone to tell you how much it sucks and, you know, to swear with you, you call her. Um, So yeah, it was, it was really beautiful. And, you know, I got to the hospital and I think it was about an hour later that my daughter was born. And it's been a really, um, it's so funny, right? Because when you have a baby and, you know, we didn't find out the gender. And so she, we didn't even realize, you know, it's kind of like after you have a baby, it's just like, I don't care what it is. It's a Mm -hmm. baby. But Mm -hmm. um, it was just, I think not knowing the gender, like I didn't know who was in there. And so it was a really beautiful um, time to just get to know somebody. And it's been so amazing to watch her grow. Like, I always say that, like, I never I never felt like I needed to be a mother, but I'm so glad that I am because it has been like the most like highest of highs, lowest of lows, but mm-hmm. the most amazing journey. Um, but I also very much respect people that don't want to have children. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I hadn't have had a child, then I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known what I was missing, but it's, it's been really amazing. So, wow. I, what a, like, what a beautiful, I think, um, testament to the, like, like you said, feeling fairly content or like, you know, yourself fairly well. And then, and then going into the journey of, of motherhood and feeling like relative ease through that. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I mean, and I think, you know, the whole birth thing, you know, she, she came out very easily, like mm, it was a natural birth, but I did, a. I think, 
laying the foundation, like doing that mental work, kind of that, that prep work of, you know, my whole pregnancy. I also did hypno babies. So like I was listening to those tracks. Mm -hmm. I fell asleep for every single one of them. Like I was never awake. (laughs) I remember my husband was like, after the first one, the next day, he's like, so what did, you know, what did your bubble of peace or your safe space or like, what did it look like? And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, I was like, I don't, I don't know, but they worked. But I do think that, yeah, like I was, you know, in the way that I, me and my husband were able to, to kind of plan that, like, we really did a lot of work to, to feel ready and to feel really secure and, you know, be mm-hmm. like, this is a thing that, that we really want and that we really prepared for. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Hmm. Yeah. It's so interesting. I think that that's a, like, that's a wonderful way to go into it. And then so many people, myself included, you know, intentionally or, or unintentionally, I guess in some cases become, become mothers. And then it's like, whoa, I need to do some work. And regardless of how you go into it, like you said, you're going to experience the high highs and the low lows and you're going to have bigger, you know, self, um, uh, revolutions really inside yourself. Well, yeah. And I mean, it doesn't matter how much work you do. Like Mm -hmm. there's always more work to be done. Like the work, Mm -hmm. the work never stops. There's, there's no finish line. Mm -hmm. Like we just, we keep going and hopefully we honor and care for ourselves and our kids and our, Mm -hmm. our, our people like enough to really want to like dig in to who we are and, and, because if you feel this is the thing too, like I, I, for some reason think in our society that, we've been taught to not be selfish, right? We've been taught to mm-hmm. always like care for other people and mothers especially are always putting their their cam, their, their families, their families and their kids before themselves. And it's really easy to not take care of yourself, but you know, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Like you, you really have to do that. And so I know it's hard and it's, it's challenging. It's not easy. I mean, I'm, I am very aware of the privileges that I have in my life. Absolutely. Um, but I just, just finding ways, even in the smallest ways to do that. And that's, that's a lot of the work that I do because I want it to be accessible and affordable to everyone. And I want people to, you know, know that they're, they're not alone. And I think it takes a village to raise a child. That's mm-hmm. an age old saying, because it's true. Um, mm-hmm a lot of times right now moms are kind of left with like doing everything, but Mm -hmm. we need each other. So, um, finding ways to find support in that journey is, is so important. Absolutely. Now your daughter is three, you said? Yes. Three. And so you've been on this motherhood journey, parenting her for three years. Would you say that you have any kind of parenting style or way that you go about momming (laughs) it's very intuitive Mm -hmm. um it's you know like I know I hear other moms are talking about like gentle parenting or attachment parenting um I don't exactly know what those are but I think I'm probably some of those I don't know if there's a I feel like our parenting um is very child-led I don't know if that's a an actual term but um it's very much you know I think that kids are brought into this world, you know, they're built to survive. They're, 
humans are these amazingly complex and amazing beings and, and we're meant to be. And I think that especially now as an adult going through some of like my shadow work and figuring out who I am, you realize all the things from your childhood that came up that were kind of made you form your opinions of the world, whether they were right or wrong. And so we're very child-led in how we parent, but also with, with healthy boundaries of not letting her, you know, just run the show. Although my husband might say that I'm, I'm definitely more lenient in, in that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, like with, with breastfeeding, she nursed until right after she turned three, she's um, three and a half now. And so, you know, she, she just naturally weaned herself, but then, you know, even at the end, I was kind of getting over it too. So it was like, but respecting my boundaries, like learning, like, okay, well, that's something that you want to do now, but that's not something mom wants to do right now. Like what else can we do or what do you really need? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, if that makes sense, that's our, my parenting style. That last part especially makes a lot of sense to me. I did the same thing with my daughter right until, yeah, after she had turned three and I had had a second baby and was nursing her at the time. So I definitely know that feeling of like the negotiation that goes on inside you where you're like, I want to continue for a while. It feels really good. And then you're like, well, this is starting to feel like I don't want to anymore. And how do I, how do yeah. we bridge this time? Yeah. That's yeah, we're definitely, um, so I grew up in a family that didn't talk about feelings ever. My husband grew up in a family that talks about all of their feelings and they're like very gooey. Um, and so like, we've been like molding that, but you know, definitely something, you know, as parents, I think we're always just trying to give our kids the best. And I think sometimes we like overcompensate for the things that we didn't have. And so it's been really interesting to kind of try to be aware of that in, in ways where, um, you know, like I want to give my kid everything, but also like what's actually a healthy mm -hmm. boundary for her um, mm -hmm. to like, you know, just grow up to be a good human being. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's that, there's that challenge again of like, you kind of have to tap into the feeling part of yourself to be like, what feels like the time where I, I'm going to move on or I'm going to do something different. Absolutely. <laughs> do you know you're your daughter's sun sign? Yes, she is a Libra. Oh, and how do you feel that you get along with her? Like what um, challenges do you feel arise or what things feel easy? Um, we get along really well. She is a, you know, she is a little Libra. She's incredibly diplomatic. She has been, I mean, always, um, and incredibly like clever and she's social, um, you know, going into, we hosted 15 months of themed, um, plant-based low-waste potlucks at our house and so wow. she got very used to like hosting parties and so she's she's I mean all she talks every time she talks to one of her friends now she's like are you coming to my vegan potluck uh, when the sickness is over so she definitely um I think she's very much a little Libra and I think but my moon sign is Libra so like we're we're just two peas in a pod in a lot of ways um mm. and you know I've always I've always spoken to her like she was my peer 
which mm, yeah. sounds weird to some people, but I, like we never did any baby talk. I mean, from the moment she came out, I told her like she was a strong, independent woman, which she mm-hmm. definitely is. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has an Aquarius rising as well. So wow. she's, she's that. Um, but yeah, we get along really well. I mean, the only time I think that we struggle is because we're, it's, it's when those boundaries, like when I kind of just like give in and let her just to have stay up too late or, you know, do something like that. So that's something that I'm kind of always aware of. But, yeah. What's one thing that you hope or you, you would really like for her to learn from you? Um, something that she would say down the road, like, Oh, like my mom taught me this or my mom showed me this. I think that I really want her to take from me is just like really connecting with people, like giving, like understanding how to, how to just listen. I think listening to people is, is so important and something that I see so many people struggle with because there's this, this thing where you can jump to conclusions about people, about who they voted for, um, you know, where they shop or what they do. And we just, we're so used to, especially with social media and things like that, like reading kind of these bits and pieces of things, but listening has become a little bit of a lost art. And so that's what um, we're trying to do. And also I think that, and just, you know, trusting herself. Um, she started and I realized that it's, you know, it's so funny how our kids are just one little sponges, but also two little mirrors. Um, but you know, a lot of times she'll make something and she'll be like, do you like it? And I've been like, it doesn't matter if I like it. Like, do you like it? Um, so yeah, really being content with herself and listening to herself before others. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful. It's, it's, those are actually two lessons that I've talked about on, on the Astronaut podcast in the last couple of weeks with some of the transits we've been experiencing. It's energy that I think we're all being challenged to, um, to integrate right now is mm-hmm. learning to be better listeners and having a stronger sense of our inner truth and what's true, you know, for us as individuals. So those are some really beautiful lessons to bring up and, and you know, to be thinking about for our kids. Absolutely. Yeah. And obviously relevant here. So that's great. I mean, that's the thing we all, we all have, and this is something that's taken me a very long time to really wrap my head around. So I understand for, for if there's anyone out there that's like, yeah, I hear that, but I don't get it. Like we have everything that we need inside us. Mm -hmm. And I know when you feel like you don't have what you need, that, that just sounds ridiculous. Um, But I mean, the more and more I'm like peeling back the onion layers of who I am, like the more I really realize and understand how that works. It's just really trusting yourself. Like once you can, because all that other stuff is just like fear and negativity and low energy. But once you really get in there and you trust yourself, I I do think that there is an infinite amount of opportunity that can spring from that. Mm, Absolutely. Now, uh, as we wrap up, I like to end with a a lightning round of questions because 
mostly because I absolutely love hearing these on other shows. It gives me lots of inspiration, especially if the person I've just listened to talking was like someone, you know, as you were, I believe you were very inspiring, interesting. I want to know the things that you like um, okay. too. Let's do so, it. What is one thing you can't live without right now? Ooh, um, bread. I've been making sourdough bread um, since this all started, <laughs> and we are living on it. Bread and my so sourdough bread. I've made. I've gotten to the point where I make it twice a week now. It's getting ridiculous. Um, and my husband's been making this uh, vegan mozzarella. It's not even really mozzarella, but this cheese, like bread and cheese. That's my quarantine diet, and that's what I need. Amazing. What is something you are working on right now? Uh, so my business is my, my other baby for sure. Mm -hmm. And so really growing that and yeah, right now I'm working on this summer solstice workshop. So, um, it's going to be cool. We're going to get, I've got, um, it's a group of five of us as of right now that we're going to get together for a few hours on the solstice, June 20th, and really try to tap into that energy and just do some, some exploration, some community building. So there's going to be some discussion circles. We're going to do yoga. There's Reiki. Um, there's just a whole lot of fun stuff. So this, this is an idea that I had like a couple days ago. And then I was like, Oh, the solstice is coming up. I'll just do it then. But it's not a lot of time to plan or really promote or do anything, but this is what I do. I just, I have lots of ideas and then we have to do them. So that's, that's my big project to figure out this week. Oh, that's so cool. Is there any uh, resource like a book or a film or a podcast influencer a documentary, anything that you feel compelled to share with people? Um, yes. My favorite, I've been loving documentaries. Um, fantastic fungi. Ooh. Um, all about mushrooms all about fungi, all about how they are just the greatest thing ever. So since I'm super, super into connection, um, after I watched that movie, I like, I was like mushrooms, that's, that's the answer to everything. So I'm not going to say too much more about it, but it's, it's a really fun, fun documentary just to learn about something that you probably haven't thought much about. So fantastic fungi. Fantastic fungi. I'm going to go look it up. Um, that's awesome. I'm studying herbalism, and so I've just um, gone through a, a whole part of the course on adaptogens, and obviously there's mushrooms that are adaptogenic, so I've been thinking about, thinking about mushrooms, too, so I'm going to go check that out. Yes, it's fantastic, so do that. Okay, and the last question is, what advice would you give to a new mother who feels like she's really struggling right now? Um to feel your feelings, these things just come in waves mm. and they're normal. Um, and don't be afraid to ask for help because again, I think so often we're given this story that, you know, moms are just do it all. And that if, you know, everything should come natural to you because you're a woman and you know, you've had this baby, like it doesn't for everybody. And that's okay. Like, don't be afraid to ask for support. Don't be afraid to feel your feelings, whether they're good or bad. Like you've got to, you 
energy, everything is energy and energy cannot be created or destroyed. It just gets transferred or moved or stuck. And so um, you've, you've just got to really move through them. So move through your feelings, ask for help if you need it. Mm. Fantastic advice to end today's show on. Thank you so much, Erica, for joining me today. It was a pleasure talking with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kate. I really, really enjoyed this. And I can't wait to hear from all the other moms and other signs and see how, you know, we're all, we're all more alike than we're different. But I think that, um, yeah, we, I just, I love learning everyone's perspective. I'm so glad that you're doing this series. Mm, thank you. I hope you loved that conversation every bit as much as I did. Erica is such a passionate entrepreneur and a lovely lovely person um on a fun note i did go and watch fantastic fungi that night after talking to erica i watched it with my daughter and we both thought it was so so cool and fascinating so i too highly recommend watching fantastic fantastic fungi um really neat documentary one more thing I wanted to share with you before I end today's episode is that Erica has an event, a virtual event, coming up on June 20th on the Summer Solstice. It is called the Summer Soul Collective, and it's a virtual community retreat, a safe space to explore personal and collective energy, be part of a conscientious group, and fill your own cup. That sounds amazing. The retreat will feature yoga, Reiki, journaling, astrological meditations, and group coaching, plus time and space for integration, conversations, and discovery. Like I said, it's happening on Saturday, June 20th. It's all online. You can join from anywhere. And this is in perfect sync with the summer solstice. Tickets are available uh, via the link that I'm going to put in the show notes. And an important note is that 22% of proceeds are being donated to the American Civil Liberties Union. So this is a great opportunity to, you know, connect and like, like she said, fill your own cup while also doing some good. And like I said, I will link um, the tickets link in the show notes as well as Erica's Instagram because you should check her out. On the next episode, we've got one more amazing motherhood interview coming at you this month with another Gemini mom. It's super interesting. I will give you a sneak peek that the mom we are talking to is a Gemini. Her partner's a Gemini and both her kids are Geminis. It's such a great conversation, so I hope you'll tune in. Thank you again for joining me today. I'm so grateful that you've you've come, that you're here. And if you like this show, I encourage you to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and give it a rating and leave me a review. The reviews really make such a big difference in helping others find the show. You can find me on Instagram at katemurray.firth. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>